0: Welcome to the Infertility Stress Podcast, where we talk about how to care for your mind and your nervous system during your fertility treatment process so you can spend less time making yourself feel awful by comparing yourself to others and more time living your life. I'm Michelle Kapler, fertility acupuncturist, board certified reproductive specialist, and mindset coach, and you've got episode 46. Hello, my dear thanks for hanging out with me today. Folks, I just want to start by saying thank you to all of you who have been taking the time to rate and review the podcast. It really makes a difference in our visibility. So if you like what you're hearing, could you take a moment and leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast player? This helps us become more findable, which means more people who need to hear this will be able to find the podcast. So today we're going to talk about comparisons. Have you done this? I would assume yes. Comparing ourselves to others is a very human tendency. And I'm sure in some ways it serves us as people. But in this context of being in the infertility process, it's my thought that it's actually rarely useful or helpful. And it happens all the time. And it generally goes like this. You see something in someone else's life or someone else's body. You have some thoughts about it, generally along the lines of, I'm supposed to have that, or I want what they have, or there's something wrong with me because I don't have that, or my body isn't reacting that way or doing that, or just simply, this isn't fair. These thoughts produce a whole lot of feelings, often negative. Sadness, grief, depression, envy, irritability, resentment, maybe even anger. In other words, it makes us feel terrible. And there are two types of scenarios that I usually see people spending time in comparison in, and I want to illuminate both of them today. So the first one is comparing yourself to other people experiencing infertility or going through fertility treatments just like you. This might mean spending a lot of time asking about other people's diagnoses and asking them about their treatment protocols or the results that they're getting, maybe finding others with similar infertility diagnoses and seeing if your protocols or treatment are similar to see if you might get similar outcomes. I see a lot of spending time in online infertility spaces where people obviously talk about their treatment processes and results. And when other people get good or positive results, people compare themselves to those good results and kind of use it as a way to beat themselves up if they're not getting those results too. And what I will say first about it is that I highly recommend just not doing this. I highly recommend just not being on Reddit or in the Facebook groups to ask this kind of information, especially because these Facebook groups and Reddit channels just aren't moderated by people who have knowledge about taking groups in a particular direction or preventing people from going down the wrong path or into a hole that's just not productive. Because the truth is that no two people are the same. No two bodies are the same. Even if two people have the exact same infertility diagnosis and the same medical protocol, they might even be taking the exact supplements, eating the same foods and doing the same lifestyle practices, they're still probably going to get completely different results. And there are a whole host of reasons for this. The first one being that there is so much that modern medical science still can't tell us. There's still so much we don't know about how human reproduction works. Someone might be quote-unquote perfect on paper and still might not get pregnant. And this is likely due to factors that are way beyond our control. Genetics, epigenetics, environment, generational influences, and probably other things that we don't even have names for yet. So here's the thing. You're ultimately the one who knows yourself best. And you are the one who gets to decide whether or not this is a good idea for you. But I want to give you a couple of questions to consider when you're making the decision on whether or not it's useful to engage in comparisons in this way. The first thing I would ask is, what thoughts come up when you're asking for medical process information from others for the purpose of comparing it to your own? What does your inner dialogue look like when you do this? How are you speaking to yourself? And most importantly, how do you feel when you're doing it? I've gotten a lot of feedback over the years in practice that folks think that information gathering like this creates a feeling of empowerment. But if they really tune into how their body is feeling, it's actually anxiety or hopelessness or grief that they end up feeling, not empowerment. Because on some level, they know that the information that they have gathered can't actually inform the results they will get in their own body. If you truly feel inspired or energized when you do this kind of comparison, then it may be serving you in some way, and that's totally valid. But I would venture to say that most people that I talk to about this, when they really tune into how they feel in their body when they're doing it, actually realize that it leaves them feeling drained and tired and deflated and a lot of the times anxious. There's also another little tidbit that I want to flag for you here in this type of comparison. Your brain is likely getting a huge hit of dopamine when you engage in information seeking in this way. I see this so often when people are feeling anxious about their fertility process and it almost becomes a bit of self-medication to have this habit to go on the Reddit forums and the Facebook groups and compare themselves to others. And this is because they're feeling anxiety over the uncertainty and just The lack of control in the fertility process. So they feel that if they go on these forums and find this information and look at others results, they actually get kind of a happy hit of brain chemicals by doing that. And for a brief moment, you might actually get some relief. That powerful hit of dopamine in your brain is pleasurable and can really take the edge off your anxiety, but that relief is fleeting. And because this type of information seeking in comparison doesn't actually move you forward or provide you with knowledge that is relevant to you and your infertility, it doesn't actually solve the anxiety. So when the effects of the wonderful cocktail of pleasurable brain chemicals inevitably wears off, and this doesn't take long, you're still left with all of your anxiety at the end of it. So again, I obviously don't know what's best for you. You know what's best for you. But the question of whether or not this is actually serving you, that being comparing yourself to others in this way, can easily be answered by tuning into how you feel when you're doing it. So let's talk about the second type of comparisons. The second scenario that I often see is when people compare themselves to everyone else in their life who aren't necessarily going through infertility and probably aren't. So this would be things like, yep, my sister is pregnant with her third baby and she is younger than me, or my best friend's baby shower is next weekend, or there seems to be a new pregnancy announcement at work every week. This is where the thought around everyone is pregnant, but me comes in or another favorite of everyone else is ahead of me or I'm falling behind. And there is this interesting extra layer that comes into play here because we can see what's going on. Best friend is pregnant, and you may think, I'm falling behind, or this isn't fair. And then you feel a lot of emotional pain from that. And this process is no mystery. You probably know intellectually that it's not a race, and your friend's pregnancy actually doesn't have anything to do with you or your future family, but you may still have these thoughts that bring up a lot of negative emotion for you. And what I see so often in my patients and clients is that they use their own emotional pain against themselves. It isn't enough just to be feeling terrible about having to smile through yet another office baby shower. They also tell themselves that they're a horrible person for even having these thoughts and feelings in the first place, that a quote unquote good friend or quote unquote good sister or good colleague will be able to just suck it up and be happy for the other person. So here's what I want to say about that. Firstly, It's a little bit different than our Reddit and Facebook group example, where you can just kind of stay away and not engage and just not have a Reddit account. I mean, theoretically speaking, you could just quit your job and stop being friends with your bestie who seems to get pregnant just by looking at her partner, or you could tell your sister that you don't want to talk to her. But these choices will come with their own forms of suffering and self-doubt, of course. The reality is that pregnant people will be in your life and will come into your awareness from time to time during your infertility process. And I would guess that there's also a part of you that actually does want to know what's going on for your best friend and your sister. So how do we approach things when they inevitably come up like this? When I talk about this with my clinical patients and my coaching clients, I often talk about holding two perspectives simultaneously. Folks often approach these scenarios with very black and white thinking. If I experience any kind of negative thought or feeling when I am supposed to be happy for this person, it makes me a bad sister or a bad friend. But what if it was possible to actually hold both of those things simultaneously? What if it was possible to feel happy for your friend and also sad for yourself all at the same time? Human beings have incredibly complex brains, and it turns out we actually are capable of doing this. When I talk with people about it, we use the word and a lot. And this might look like my sister is pregnant again, and I'm overjoyed for her, and I'm really sad that I'm not pregnant myself. Or my friend who did her IVF cycle at the same time as me got a positive pregnancy test, and I'm thrilled for her because she's really been struggling, and I'm really upset that mine was a negative. I think it's really nice that my company celebrates my colleagues' pregnancies and I feel anxious that I might never get to have a congratulation cake in the break room to celebrate my baby. It really is possible to allow all of that to be there without judgment. It really is possible to experience joy and sadness in the same moment. And when we let that settle in, we can begin to drop the self-judgment, which is what ultimately causes us to feel frozen in our anxiety. It changes our emotional orientation to everything. And from there, from a place of allowing everything to just be there, we can decide what we want to do. And sometimes this looks like having a piece of cake with everyone in the break room. And sometimes it looks like just taking the rest of the day off. Sometimes it looks like just leaving the office when this is going on. Sometimes it looks like going to your friend's baby shower and celebrating with her, and sometimes it looks like declining attendance and just sending a small gift instead. Sometimes it looks like helping your sister shop for a double stroller, and sometimes it looks like unfollowing her on social media for a while. Because if we can just let it all be there without making it mean anything about our character or our love for that person or our inherent worthiness as a human, what we actually do to take care of ourselves in the moment can just be what it is. All right, my dear, that's it for this week. I'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, you've got this. If you are loving what you're hearing on the podcast, then you've got to check out my free fertility stress relief toolkit. It's a little bundle of goodness with some tools to help you start feeling less stress right away so you can get out of your head and live your life while you are in your infertility process. You can feel better and you don't have to wait until you've had a baby. You can start right now. Head to michellekafler.com forward slash toolkit to get instant access today.